Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, oh, not this crap again. Check, check. <laughs> check. Let's just do it like this. No headphones. Okay. So we don't have to hear the feedback. Yeah. All right. So this is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm here with Sean Yurkaran on 103.9. Sean, what's going on, brother? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, nice to have. I think it's the first day it's going to be in the 80s. Isn't that the high today? Like 86? Sounds great. It felt great when I walked outside this morning. It did. It did. I got about five and I walked the dog and it was really, really nice outside. So finally, after after months upon months of brutal, <laughs> unmitigated heat. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, hey, I saw a funny story. Yesterday, and I was thinking about something coming in here. It was on the New York Post. I don't think I saved it, and I'll go to it and look. But uh, I saw somebody else posted a meme or sent me a TikTok or a Snapchat or something that said, you know, everybody dates a, we'll say, loose woman at one point in their life. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, it builds character. Sometimes marries them. <laughs> you yeah. know, right. I mean, it builds character. Yeah. Well, I saw this thing on the New York Post kind of tie all this together about, it was something about Elon Musk. His friends say his history of dating toxic women and whatnot have, have prepared him for war. Oh, is that what? Okay, it was yeah, that bad. Like this war that he's going he, he's going going into with the government and mm-hmm. and everybody. And I was like, you know, that is so true. You know, yeah. like a, a a couple really toxic toxic women will really prepare you for anything else and any other battles you'll go through in life or toxic relationships, whether it's man, woman, whatever. Sure. I mean, I, for- I'm a guy, so I'm going. Prefer to women, but yeah. Women out there, toxic men, they prepare you for things in life. You know those type of relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just, stuff just rolls off as you get a little older after a couple of bad relationships. You know, well, it becomes I think it becomes kind of like predictable. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. You just kind of once you, when you're when you're like 28 or so, you're like, oh well, what what's going on here? I can't believe she's doing this or whatever. One time you're like 44, you're like, oh well, here's the next step in this process here's what's going to happen tomorrow you know you just get kind of used to it it doesn't it doesn't bother you as much anymore no no so i, I just thought it was funny because apparently the uh the government is upset with elon uh, yeah. all, all the pro-war pro-ukraine folks were upset with elon because he did not he cut off access to spacex i saw that didn't allow ukraine to send bombs to russia or something i thought he did it though because he was what i read and just like a week ago i think was that he was worried about that starting that portion of it, whatever was going on, and I didn't go too in depth in it. That he was worried about that setting off a nuclear war. Yeah, that was his concern. Which yeah. I mean, is a legitimate concern. I think, I, I, you know. Absolutely. I mean, plus it's also now. I'm sure a lot of that is government contract stuff. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, I can't imagine that he privately funded SpaceX with no government. I, I just I, I think I, it's a 
is it a public private partnership? I, I'm not exactly sure. sure. I know that he's. I know NASA's helping him with it. I know. Yeah, I don't know about I mean, the money I, situation. I, and and I could be completely wrong on mm-hmm. this. I have not uh, in the nuts and bolts of SpaceX's business yeah. here or Tesla's business, but I know that Tesla only exists because of government rebates. Mm-hmm. On you know, the only reason you can afford a Tesla is through mm-hmm. government rebates on electric cars and all that stuff. Right. They were climate climate change yada 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 but i mean yeah i think i know i'm pretty sure spacex i know spacex and nasa are working in conjunction with each other yeah i know whether the funding is i don't know how the funding's going works but i know i knew that much which makes sense i mean nasa that's what nasa does Mm -hmm. that they would actually partner and do that kind of stuff i don't know if they're i don't know if they're partnered with what's a visa's blue origin is that the name of his um the, Something the like space. That. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Blue Oyster, but blue, you know, Blue or, or Blue Origin. I think is that is that the pers- the private space. I think that's Bezos Group. That's, okay, that's Bezos Group. Yeah, that's I right. think that's his. And then Richard Branson's got his yeah. Virgin Virgin Atlantic. Right, the ones that are doing that too. So. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, like I I like these eccentric eccentric billionaires. I don't necessarily care for their politics, but. I do think that they're pushing. They're the modern day men who built America. Yeah, yeah, they are, and it's a different aspect, right? Yeah, I mean, they absolutely. That's a good analogy. They're, they're the Rockefellers, mm-hmm. the uh, the Carnegies. Carnegies. There's a word. Yeah, for. yeah. No, they, they are whether people like that or not. That's who these people are. I mean, Jeff Bezos. I mean, I'll just use an example as revolutionize the way we way we shop for one thing and then i mean it's uh what's what it's hard to remember what life was like before amazon at this point yeah we're just everybody's so and it happened so quickly with amazon too because i think if you go back to like even like 2015 generation yeah mm-hmm. i'm talking about even like less than 10 years like yeah. even if you go back to like 2015 i don't think everybody was using prime quite the way they are now now we just use it for everything and of course the pandemic exacerbated that because then everybody got on there and started using it, and then of course he's got his cloud. Their their cloud service is you know runs everything. So I mean yeah. it's been, and then Elon as well, you know, and the uh, and of course and I think you were just mentioning like the attacks on him. Which there's so many attacks on Elon lately. I'm just I need like a flow chart. <laughs> like there's just so many been so many like there was something about him being anti-Semitic. I saw like a week. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. ADL are at war. Something happened where you know, yeah, ADL are being backed, but they are a far left group. But they're being mm. backed by some other far left groups to do these false attacks and try to cost them sponsorships and this that and the other mm-hmm. on on X. It, it's not working. They're fault po- posting fake information. I actually have an interesting breakdown. Let me pull my X up here real quick uh, of kind of what's going on with him. But uh, Elizabeth Warren or Pocahontas. Uh, made a made a statement, something to the extent of trying to nationalize SpaceX. Oh, okay. She, did she? Yeah. Do you remember when you said Pocahontas? And I just still think it's so funny when Trump was calling her that, and then she like released her tw- DNA report, and it was like point one percent. She was like, but she had like a little celebration. You remember that? Like, it was yeah. like it's like, oh my god, look at this point one percent that I'm Native American. All right, let's see here. This is interesting. It says, um, this is Mario in the fall. Uh, he says, uh. Elon killing Twitter question mark. Mm. Walter Isaacson admitted that though Elon would, I'm sorry, Walter Isaacson admitted he thought Elon would blow Twitter up, but realized over time that turning into X, which is what Elon always wanted. Walter wasn't alone as the media created a false narrative in an attempt to sabotage X, to sabotage X as a threat. Here's a few examples. One, Elon must take over a Twitter will destroy freedom of speech, not protect it from market watch. Instead, Elon reinstated many banned accounts for practicing free speech, including President Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Babylon B, 
ALX, which is a dude named Alex, he's the producer of the Benny Johnson show, mm-hmm. banned for questioning mass mandates. The Krasenstein twins, they were just, and they're the far left liberals, but they were just kind of scapegoats because, well, you got to delete somebody on the other side, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I enjoy following them. I, I do. I mean, I like to argue with them, but I enjoy following <laughs> right. them. Uh, they make good points, kind of rational, left wing points, kind of like you. Uh, he says, since Elon has Im- implemented many changes to defend free speech and mitigate hate speech on the platforms, he also sued. Anyone that tried to stifle free speech, including California, two days ago, which is, I saved this like two days ago, so we'll say last week. Two, Twitter users flock to other platforms as Elon, as the Elon era begins, uh, according to Wired. Well, fact check. In November, Elon Musk shared that signups were averaging 2 million per day in the last seven days, up 66% compared to the same time in 2021. In March, he posted, this platform is growing fast. We just exceeded 8 billion user minutes per day. I don't know if that's a lot in the social media world, but that sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, even after they released this data, a CNN article said, Elon Musk has officially killed Twitter. The zombie platform lives on his ex, a disfigured shell of its former self. They refused to accept they were wrong. Meanwhile, Meta's Twitter competitor died within weeks. Threads. Says so Elon just yeah. blew up Twitter verification and will destroy Twitter in the process, says Tech Raider. Uh, this attack stopped as soon as Instagram copied the same strategy, charging for verification. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just on and on and on, man. No, I know. What you're, I mean, it's scary. It's kind of like I think maybe I think you and I were talking about this past weekend, and maybe we were on like a text thread with Kim Wade or something discussing that case with the Fifth Circuit, where the Biden administration had tried to. You know, stifle some speech on these mm-hmm. platforms, and how that was. A, no, they didn't try. Well, they did, I mean, and then the, you're right, exactly. And they, you know, and and you and I, and we'd all, and I, I think I made the comment. I said, you know, you know, 30 years ago, liberals, we were trying to prevent this kind of stuff from happening, and now here it is, where there's this. The Biden administration is is trying to stifle speech on these platforms, or did try, attempt to. I don't know exactly what exactly happened, but they um. And which is almost Orwellian, you know, and that's what's kind of scary about well, they the, tried the, to start a ministry of truth. Right, exactly. And that's I mean, that's a scary thing. And I think like Elon to me is 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 the person that's kind of standing in the way of a lot of, a lot of that. And they don't like and a lot of people don't like him because of that, because yeah. he's willing to do that. And verification. I, I keep saying SpaceX. It's Starlink. That was Star, the, Starlink. The yeah. 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 Th- thank you. Texture on the guns of your text line. Uh, let me read the text in full for context here. Um. It says it's not SpaceX, but his satellite internet company Starlink and Elon blocked. Yeah, so that was it. And I yeah, and I don't think uh, unless you just want World War Three, why are you? Upset? It's not our. It's not Elon's job to provide resources to Ukraine or anybody for that or, matter. Or, or I mean, it's his company. I mean, yeah, he can do or, what he wants anybody. to do. I mean, if, like whatever he. I just feel like he's and, just becoming the scapegoat for a lot of things where. He's like, oh, Elon is. It's always in a headline. Elon is, you know, anti-Semitic, or Elon said this, or Elon's crazy, or Elon. I mean, you know, I just, I, I think it's because people are mad at him because he's a, he's getting up there and he's he's speaking his mind. He's saying, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not to, I'm not going to stifle speech on my platform. You may not like the things I say, and that is what it is. I don't know. I, I just, I think the guy's kind of a hero in my well, mind. He, I know that's not a popular mind. opinion, but well, he, he. he, he they're trying to punish him for having a dissenting opinion. I feel like we're in Iron Man Two, <laughs> where, the, where, where, the, where they've called him to Congress to, ver- to testify in front of Congress, and they say, "We want the Iron Man uh, power. Uh, we want the Iron Man suit yeah. for the government." And he's like, "No, Elon is Tony Stark." Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a real life Tony Stark. We are living in Iron Man Hollywood right again. 
Right a bit, put Elon. In. You know, and also the thing I think the other thing I hear criticism. I mean, people say he's weird. Well, he's a genius. He, he's probably a little bit on the spectrum or something. I mean, yeah. he's just he's this guy. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's. They say his like social skills are weird. Well, yeah, I'm sure they are. I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, most, most people who think like that. Um, there's an old song called "Underwear Goes Outside the Pants." It's, it's like a comedy skit on top of some techno. Y'all, y'all, it's on YouTube. Underwear goes outside the pants. And there's this line, and it talks about Bill Gates. Now, I hate Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, do you think Bill Gates decided to take over the world with computers because things were going great in his life? Yeah. He said, you had to spend a lot of time with your underwear shoved up your butt, locked in a, locked in a locker in school before you decide, I'm going to take over the world with computers. You'll see. Yeah, I don't think Bezos was the coolest dude, or Zuckerberg. Obviously, yeah. to, you know, I mean, none of these. I mean, you can kind of see with Zuckerberg. Like, I don't think any of these guys. But I mean, that's maybe why they are where they are. Yeah. So. I mean, we have a lot of time to focus on whatever it is your thing is, and a lot of people are on the spectrum. And I don't mean this is no insult, but no yeah, yeah, I, mean, I want to I mean, make sure I mean, I'm very, very clear here. We're allowed to talk about this. But the only thing I've noticed about people on the spectrum, whether it's autism or Asperger's, is that they get hyper focused on whatever it is that they. Mm-hmm focused on whether it's dinosaurs or computers yeah they are the expert on that thing mm-hmm. and that's all they fl- they flood every bit of energy into that it would do us all some good to to flood our efforts into something and see what what came from it that's what i try to do with the show here is try to flood my effort into this but i still have other outside interests that uh you know like a life yeah, I mean, and, and I try to balance, and that, that just does not allow for this to be the most informative show in the world because I just I'm not going to sit down, and, I'm not going to read everything about everything, yeah. you know, just ain't going to do it. All right, no. let's take a break, come back, let's get on some Jackson stuff, man. The pimp is in the house, pimping ain't easy, and Jackson and a legendary, legendary restaurant closing after 83 years. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan on 103.9 FM WYAB. Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601 601- 825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at... Hey, Steinington Farms messaged me last night. Let me pull that up real quick, tell you when they're going to be in town. Let me see here. Miss Katie Steinington is coming up here, I believe. Says, hey, Clay, this is Katie with Steinington Farms Beef. I'll be in the Jackson area, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland on Friday, September 22nd. So that's next Friday. Get your orders in now for that grass-fed, grass-finished, grass-fed difference. That that beef. Yes, where's the beef? It's right there at Steinington Farms. They're going to be bringing it up here. Like I said, three local drop-off locations. Go to steiningtonfarm.com. That's steinington with two N's, farm.com. Get you some ribeyes, some chuck eyes, some sirloin, some flank steak, some hamburger meat, some ribs. They got it all. They got bone broth, too. 
uh, legit bone broth. That's great, great source of protein, great for cooking uh, flavor and all that stuff. I got a couple pints of it in my freezer I need to use. Anyway, check them out, man. MRNA free, steroid free, antibiotic free. Steinington Farm Beef. All right. Uh, so let's see here. Let's talk about pimping ain't easy. <laughs> man. It's the most Jackson thing ever, wasn't it? it? Absolutely. I, <laughs> man, let me and let, you, let me get the audio. Keep you, talking. You said this on TikTok yesterday, and I completely agree. It we're not we're not making fun of giving a convicted felon a second chance. I think both of you and I have talked about this on no. air a million times. I talked about it yesterday we, in Malzium. Yeah, yeah just, that's why I'm saying I was, I was kind of quite yeah. what you were saying. And I think we yeah, absolutely give people a second chance. That being said, it's still kind of funny that Chokwe hired a pimp. I just it just is funny. It's just as funny. You know, I'm not I'm not saying he shouldn't have done it. It's just the the you know, the appearance of it is hilarious. Yeah, I mean I, I am I look, I'm pro especially especially our government. Mm-hmm. Uh, should should hire people. If, if we had to spend tax dollars rehabilitating you, then we you you should have to work for us at some point in time. Yeah, and I have no, I mean I got no problem with him having the job to be honest yeah. with you at all. Like it wasn't there wasn't any allegations that he was stealing money when he was fairground director. Or it was you know who does have mm-hmm. a problem with? Oh, it? we know who. Kenneth Stokes. Here, here's uh-huh. Kenneth Stokes' response. Hell to the no, no. Hell to the no. I love it. That is forever going to be a classic clip. I've, we've all got it saved to our phones now. Oh, yeah. it, it's immediately a GIF. Can we make it a GIF on your iPhone where you can just hit that GIF button? <laughs> we need to send it for that. I if I, if there's a way to do that. People are sending it to me as a... Yeah, you they already know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. yeah I like. I should create a gift. Create a gift. Yeah, just yeah. stick it in the little gift file. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's so classic. But yeah, man. I mean, look, it's Steve, Steve Hutton, and I just got a text in about him. So I, I'm reading. I'm I'm trusting that the information y'all send me is correct. If I'm reading it on air, uh, this is on the Guns and Gear text line. It says uh, everybody forgot when Steve Hutton was fired as a reserve deputy in Ma- as Madison SO for stopping young ladies and frisking them around ninety five ish. Madison first got the complaint and investigated it until they found out it was a Madison SO reserve deputy, which mm. I guess would have been him. Was him, huh? And then of course he was fair commissioner. Is I got that right? State, State fair director, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. My my buddy Michael Lasser has that position now down there, and he's a rock solid director for the Mississippi Fair Commission. Yeah, he's he's a rock right. solid individual. Andy um, Gibson's got some great folks down there, right? Yeah, now. he does. He really does. He's doing actually. You know, we've joked about him most times as much as. The, you know, a character that Andy Gibson can be, he's actually doing a really good job. Well, he plays a great character. He, he does. I mean, he's, I, he's a character. I, I mean, as Rick, Rick Flair said it best, he's like, he got in trouble for living the gimmick. Like, yeah. He said, Rick Flair, the human versus Rick Flair, the wrestler. I think Andy Gibson's living the gimmick. Yeah. I mean, if you like went to central casting and picked a guy to play an elected official in Mississippi for a movie, it'd be Andy Gibson. Yeah. Like he'd be the guy that you would pick. Like and that guy. And that's is, not a bad thing. No, I'm not even, like I said, I'm not, I'm actually complimenting him. I think he's done a good job. Like, you know, I, I, I really him. do. But right. um, let's transition back to pimping. Andy, yeah. we love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to pimping here. It, it, it's a. I saw somebody. Maybe you sent it to me. Somebody was complaining. Angelique Lee. Yes. Now, the, the woman That's who it. allegedly doesn't even live in Jackson, but somehow won a seat on the board on uh, the city council. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so she's like, I don't like him being around kids and all. Like, like he ain't out there. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm guessing he ain't out there on the basketball court trying to convert kids to pimping. Right. I saw I, yeah, turning tricks. Yeah, I sent that to you last night. I read that. I was like, come on, Angelique. You think he's a molester now just because he was out there pimping? Yeah. Like, it's a little different. I mean, it wasn't like he was accused of child molestation. It was he was, you know, promoting prostitution. And, it, when, and then I read the subsection that he actually pled to last night. and It was transporting prostitutes, simplifying it. That's I guess he was bringing girls somewhere, maybe setting guys up around Madison or something. Well, Reunion, this call, makes sense to me. I mean, isn't that what they call human trafficking? Yeah. <laughs> Sex trafficking? That seems to be the big thing here. Uh, that's the... I mean, the, was, uh, it, was it trafficking? Don't I mean, get me started on that one. <laughs> like, that's... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's um, Everybody's <laughs> getting trafficked now. That's what it is. But, David and, says on the Guns of Gear text line, how was, how was it listed on, the, uh, on his resume? Was it a pleasure consultant? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's like in, in charge of parks and recreation. I mean, he's got the recreation part down. I think that's <laughs> he's pretty good for that. I think what some people were upset about yesterday on, on the text line was, is that the city of Jackson removed the box to mm-hmm. check were you a felon? Have you been arrested for past crimes? And I think they replaced it with a question, uh, unless it's relevant to this job. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, Shouldn't you be doing background checks? I think you should. I, I think even even though again, like we said, we're both one hundred percent for. I mean, I'd hire a convicted felon, no problem. But um, oh, I did want to say some of these. I, I've been I'm reading about the stuff from Kingfish's site, and some of the comments are kind of hilarious that are kind of prophetic for what happened. So yeah. one of them on the old post was like from 2020 was like. Well, he'll definitely get a job with Hines County when he gets out. <laughs> and, 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 and here we go. He did. And then this one is like from his Hutton's bio. Steve Hutton speaks primarily in Sunday morning church settings, bringing a powerful message of how God has sustained their family through extreme pain and suffering. So and, wait, somebody hit his bio there. Wait, he, uh, he hosts a Sunday night service, a Sunday session too, right? Sunday session, right. Seminar for people with suffering from addiction, apparently. Uh, that uh, that is immediately moved to the top of my bucket list. Yeah, I want to go to the pimp Sunday session. Me and what kind of addiction? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I clearly sex. Clearly, it's got to be sex here. that he's got. Clearly sex. And so, um, well, you know, again, look, man, I'm fine with him. I just I think it's funny, like, but I'm fine with him being the parks and rec director. Uh-huh. I have no problem with that whatsoever. So I'm not even going to jump on Chokeway. But you can't be Chokeway and do all the things that you've done in the city and mess up all the things, and then the then the like the sprinkles on ice cream is I hired a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. You know, you just a, can't do that. A white pimp too. Oh, that yes, yes. You know, if he was a black pimp, would 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 Angelique Lee and and uh, Stokes care? I think Stokes would still Stokes make would the still same care. comment. Yeah, I really believe Stokes would still make the same. If it's anything, the mayor does. If you noticed, every week Stokes is is making a you know the counter argument to yeah. it. I think what was it? What was it last uh, last week? It's he said something about. We ain't going to take the mayor's BS on whatever appointment. I can't remember which appointment it was. You remember? Uh, the uh, water department. Not yeah, the, water, not the water. The uh, public works. Public works because yeah. the guy resigned yet again. And he came back and for a second time. He's like, yeah, this is way messed. It's going to ruin my resume. <laughs> he went somewhere else. Yeah. So they, 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 the WLBT story, maybe it was Kingfisher's story, said that they were going to be start a national search. Yeah. I was like, well, the last one ended so well. Right. With, with, with the guy got the guy quit in two twice in two weeks. Maybe they can bring a guy from Ukraine or something. Like he's the only one to take the job. How about hire somebody from Jackson? That that. How about do it right, like we talked last week. Mm-hmm. Hire somebody who knows what the hell they're doing, and then hire a number two and a number three up under them, and let them work. 
together. Yeah. And that way, if one person leaves, you've got somebody already in-house that can fill their shoes, like you, most businesses on earth. Do you think Steve Hunton can also do the public works? I mean, why not? I mean, God, there's maybe so many he's versatile. Comments, so many inappropriate <laughs> that's, comments. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't think the kids are out of the college yet. <laughs> no, it's a little early for that, right? But that's what I was like, okay. Steve Hutton, the pimp in charge of public works. Oh. Uh, so he was in charge of Pete Brown Golf Course prior to this, I think. Is that, that, is that a Jackson Golf Course? Yeah, and I, yeah, I haven't been there. I remember the last time I was there. I've never exactly. swung a golf club in my life. You never? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I, I have. I've played golf several times, but I'm not very good. And I'm not, not in probably over a decade. I but I did go to. Oh, you go to putt, but I did go to Pete Brown back like in 2004 was the last time I think I went is there. Is that the one over by the zoo? Yeah, yeah, kind of by the cemetery out there. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like on the way? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that huge cemetery, what's it called? You know, everybody. If you hadn't asked, I'd have told you. Yeah, I just can't I remember. Can never, is it Meadow Lawn? Maybe that's it. Shadow Lawn, Meadow Lawn, something like that. And uh, it, it was back then, like 20 years ago, it was it was kind of, you know, it was janky. It, I mean, it wasn't not. But I heard like he did a good job. Yeah. I mean, maybe he brought the prostitutes out there. They cleaned up the trash, and everything was great. They're recovering, yeah, recovering prostitutes. Or maybe the clubhouse got a lot more interesting. Did you see? You the, know when he was there. Did you see the drone video I shared? Of, I did. I, I don't did. know. It looked probably Philadelphia or some big city like that. But this guy took a drone and flew it over like the high, high prostitute dense areas, and they were like throwing bottles at it and running. And some of them were twerking, and it's just complete ridiculous. It's like how I saw life, that. How did your life get to that? Hey, you know, I mean, everybody's got their thing, Clay. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Let's jump into Beatty Street closing, man. Gotta take a so trip sad. down memory lane. This is the Clay Edwards Show. If you guys want to chime in, the Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. Should Jackson have hired a former pimp? That's the question of the day. Pimping ain't easy. We'll be right back. Yeah, to the now, now. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment can be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. May I tell you what? Uh, I, I love somebody can just be honest with me. And I just had a good conversation with Justin over there yesterday, uh, talking about trying to get a transmission fix and or replacing a friend of mine's vehicle. And he said, "Man." We just can't. We just we just don't mess with it. It just it's just too many moving parts. Too much can happen. I can recommend you to somebody. It takes a lot for a shop to pass up that kind of job. That's a five six thousand dollar job. You know, replacing a transmission in one of these twenty fifteen and up twenty yeah twenty fifteen and up Silverados. And uh, I, I just I highly I was highly impressed that he would pass the buck on that to somebody else. I called somebody else. Uh, long story short, I think we're just going. Uh, move on from the truck but uh anyway that's kind of that's kind of customer service you get out there at a1 gear and auto if it, it, he'll tell you straight up if if the juice is gonna be worth the squeeze for him if he can do it if it's worth it for you and uh, he'll recommend you to somebody he ain't gonna spend a whole lot of time trying to diagnose something they know that they can't it's just not what they do and uh, a lot of shops won't do that a lot of shops be like man i gotta make this dollar and uh i'm just gonna i'll just keep replacing parts till i figure out what it is you ain't got to worry about that at A1 Gear and Auto. They're going to diagnose it properly. And, man, that is so important. Saves time, and time is money. You're not wasting money on parts you don't need. But hey, look, they can do it all. Air, air ain't blowing cold. Check engine light on. They can fix everything. Got a roaring in the rear end, roaring in your ball joints, wheels, hubs, any of that. Let them take care of it there at A1 Gear and Auto. They specialize in ring and pinion, 
the leaders in the area and that, but they can do everything. You need brakes, they got you. So get out there, check them out. Right there on 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. The only thing they don't do is diesel engine repair. And like I say, man, you're getting these Jeeps, you're getting these big trucks. It's about to be hunting season, putting the big wheels and tires on them, lifting them up. Make sure you got the proper ring and pinion, the right size gears in there. You got to put, if you put them in the back, you got to put them in the front too. They got to match or your four-wheel drive won't work. little FYI there. They'll get you working at A1 Gear and Auto. All right, Sean. Beatty Street. Jackson tradition, man. You I've got kidding. so many Beatty Street stories closing after 83 years. And I mean, that thing's been handed down from generation to generation. I I don't know. They haven't said publicly. I'm just going to assume that Jackson crime has played a large part in people not going down there to eat anymore, a lack of business. I'm sure COVID wreaked havoc on it. Yeah. Um, just the whole nine yards. That, that that road, what's that West Street it's on? It's all it's always blocked off. I go that way all the time. Yeah. I mean it's bomb if you try to go from West Street to Gallatin there back yeah. under the interstate. It's, it's tough. But that I mean but under eighty it's, it's bombed out. I yeah. mean you can't drive under there. It's pretty rough. I mean the city of Jackson's done them no favors. Um it's a sad day. I it, think it's really when you when you when you lose these traditions, when when you lose mm-hmm. the elite, we're getting ready to lose the Mayflower from my understanding. Yeah. It's for sale anyway. Um and nobody gonna buy it. Um why would they? I mean, the amount of rework you'd have to do to it to yeah. bring it up to code once it changes ownership or whatever, mm-hmm. or if you close it, if it stays open, you don't have to do it. If it change, if if you close it to remodel, I mean, you have to rebuild the whole building. Yeah. Why, why, why would you do that in downtown Jackson at this point? Uh, like what I, I say, the elite, we're, we're losing. I mean, Crescells is the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, from of these original old legendary. Jackson restaurants. That's true. Get over to Chrishell's and enjoy it. This, they, they're not one of my sponsors, but I love them to death. Get a, If you grew up, in, if you're our age, you're 40 or older, you grew up in, in and around Jackson going to these legendary restaurants, you need to get out and support them. Beatty Street closes Friday. That's get over to Beatty Street, man. Get you a fried bologna sandwich, a Beatty burger. I always like the sausage po' boy. They use that red rose sausage. Yeah. I mean, I, I've quit eating that kind of stuff, but... My, my, my digest, ever since my diverticulitis, it just, I can't eat that kind of stuff anymore. But I'd love to go get one last one. You know, I mean, because uh, I remember we moved to Mississippi in 1993, and the first one of the first things I heard, it was, of course, like, you know, like 14 years old then or something like that, and uh, was, okay, you guys have to go to Beatty Street. Like, that was like one of the first things I remember by Mississippi memories was like, that's where you need to go. This is like, of course, 30 years ago. And uh, and so we went there, and I remember me and my dad went and got a Beatty Street burger, which, of course, is a famous thing they've got there. Sure. And we go in there ever since. So it's sad to hear that. There are a lot of those, you know, you bring up those old Jackson restaurants. Like, I was thinking the other day, I was talking to somebody at CrossFit about, and I miss going to Bill's Greek Tavern. I used to go there all the time. Yeah, we did too. And uh, I used to, you remember him? He used to, like, come around and sing and mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Like, those old. Jackson establishment restaurants were just great. It's sad to see. You're right. I think Rochelle's may be the only one that I can think of that's, you know, because Dennery's closed like, God, like 15, 16 years ago, pretty yeah, long time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Martin's is that, it's been around that a long, long time. I mean, mm-hmm. not since the not since the 30s and 40s. Since 1953. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's changed, it's evolved, and a lot of these mm-hmm. other places never changed or never evolved. And there, that is a part too. But then sometimes the original is the mystique of it. Yeah. You know, it retro becomes cool again, not mm-hmm. dated. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, and, but I, I, there's always a line out the door there. People want to get a quick breakfast or a quick lunch. It was mm. never about the dine-in lunch crowd. It was always about it's a cafeteria. You get in, you get it to go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's you know, I did see her on the news this morning before I got here, and she was saying that you know they were just ready to retire. I guess it's her father had the restaurant or grandfather one of the two. And uh, but I mean, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. I mean, definitely. That had to contribute the crime, the yeah, infrastructure was a, issues. Those, those are Scholar Lane's parents. The girl that was on I remember the that. Idol. That's right. Because yeah, Babes had a sign about go Skylar because it's close to Babes. Yeah. You know, like at that time, I remember. There's a, there's a really good movie that was filmed here in Jackson called Dixieland. It's got Faith Hill in it. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it. I know what you're talking about. And the, the opening scene, they're interviewing like some old just meth heads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the interview's in front of Beatty Street and Babes there. Oh, okay. So really? In a movie. Let's take a call real quick. Yeah. Hey, you're on there. Oh, they didn't stay on hold. Uh, hey, guys, if, uh, if you call, just stay on hold. I got you. Um, yeah, it, it, again, a sad day in Jackson yeah. when you start losing these things, but I can't really complain too much. I ain't been down there in six, seven years. Yeah, it's been – I mean, I drive that way, but I don't know if I've eaten it, eaten there in a while. Yeah, mine, was made, a mine was just change of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kind of food down there just didn't settle my – with my lifestyle. I think I'm going to go this week, though. I think. I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to find something. I can eat a hamburger. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can do the sausage pull boy. I'm going to get something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or if somebody's going and coming my way. It just seems like something you got to do if they're really going to close Friday. Yeah. Let's see yeah. your call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, is Clay available? This is Clay. You're on there. Hey, what's up, Clay? What's up? So another one for you, too, my friend. Uh, think about the Cherokee. Yeah, uh, yep. Cherokee, you know, they tried to reinvent themselves, and it just didn't want, work out. Um, they, you know, it, it was this dive bar that had awesome food, awesome beer, and next thing you know, it just never could, could catch on in Northeast Jackson. You know, I, I beg to differ. It actually did very well for a long time. If, if my memory serves me correct, and I, I, I want to say uh, throw all the allegedlies or whatever mm-hmm. out there, what happened with them is what happened with a lot of places. They got in trouble with music licensing fees. Something like that. I it was like the ASCAP BMI fees because they had jukebox and karaoke and all that. Those people will eat you up and sue you out of business. They lost it. They were, I remember because, man, I was a you know big Cherokee guy before yeah. when it was on State Street. And um, the uh, they moved to that location, North Jackson, Northeast Jackson, in 2003. Yeah. And that lasted until about... 2015, 2016, something like that. Yeah. I mean, they were there for quite a while, about a little over a decade. Yeah, they, they, they I mean, did well. They did a great lunch business. I don't know how much nighttime business they did, but they did a bang-up lunch business. They did okay. I, I didn't like – I mean, I, you know, I had friends who used to – like, there was an old crowd that would go over there, but it was never the same. I mean, it was yeah. obviously never That's the same right. for the old – you know, it was yeah. never – you know, but it, it did last for quite a while over yeah. there. I mean, I think, I think, now, I think if you told anybody right now, hey, you're going to go open up in the last 10 years – that they would sign up for that today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, it was it was there for quite a while, but it just was never the same bar. I just you know, it wasn't like Lance. I think it was Lance and Coach that were behind the bar for years over at uh, on State Street, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could you could obviously drink there when you were like five, and nobody cared. <laughs> you know, well, they, they, they're in, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the other place around the corner from it? That was over there off of Oh, uh, the Triangle. Dutch bar. The Dutch bar. Thank yeah, you. the Dutch bar. Yeah, Dutch, Dutch bar. Same way Sid and that whole setup. Mm-hmm. Good times. What about CS's? Is it still around? Yes. Yeah. Yes, thank you, man. Yes, How it is. I'm glad CS's. you brought that up. Yeah. yeah. I was, I've actually eaten there probably more recently than any of them. I drive by it on the way here in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, CS's. Yeah, man, it's CS's been 30 years since I've been out to CS's. I didn't even know if it was still kicking or not. So yeah, yeah, they anyway. reopened about 10 years ago, I think. Right? I think it was, they were closed for a long time and they reopened. Did they? That's what I remember. I, I think that's right. 
I don't. I think it's still awesome. open. No, it's open now. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I think they closed for a while and then they reopened about call, ten years. I think well, that's well. They didn't remodel while they were closed. No, they did not. <laughs> All right, brother. Great call, man. Thank you. Yeah, CS is a is a great one. Mm. I, I, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I don't think I, CS have closed. Maybe maybe I can't. I thought they maybe they didn't. Maybe they maybe they've been open the whole time. I thought they had closed for some time because then you know what you know who I ran into there. You're gonna like this. It was Miss Inez. I, mean, I hadn't seen her lately, but you know she was like my second mama for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. she's, she's good people. Somebody told me she was working at uh, Whataburger on Forty Nine. Last time I was in CS, she was working there, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, she had been a there long years. time ago. Well, she never came back from COVID. Okay, yes, I haven't been there since before COVID. So. Yeah, I, I, I'd asked last time I was there where Inez was, and because you know they got the Inez Burger. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was she was a. She was a fixture there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, even through all owning nightclubs and all that stuff over the years, Inez would always kind of <laughs> dive back into working over at CS's here and there. Right. So, yeah. Good stuff. Let's see. We got some more text on the Guns of Good text line about uh, closed establishments. Yeah, somebody says Inez does work at the Whataburger in Richland. They're on yeah. 49. Need to go over there and see Miss Inez. Not to put her business all out there, so I do, do apologize. But, hey, we all love Inez. She's and, a Jackson icon. I mean, she really is. Yeah. Somebody asked what CS stands for. I don't know. It's probably named after two kids or something. Both C and an S. <laughs> I have no idea. Crystal I, Springs. You know, yeah. I went to Millsaps, and uh, the people that were older than me, that there wasn't when there, before there was that gate around the – School. Everybody used to just walk over to CS's apparently, and that was like the big thing to do. And it really got a lot of student business back in those days. And obviously, that's changed because they had to put that gate up. I don't know how. I think the gate's been over there over more than more than twenty years. I graduated in two thousand two, so it's been there for quite a while. Yeah, Reagan can t- chimes in on the Gunzinger text line. Says crime and roads. Loved Beatty Street back in the day. Those Beatty burgers were the best. Yeah, crime and roads. Can't uh, can't help it. Let's see here. Mary Mac Harden is the sweetest lady and my friend. She is the best. I understand that. I guess that's the uh, lady that owns uh, Beatty Street. Mm-hmm. That was Charlotte letting us know. Uh, Richard says lines are. He's in. He's in there right now. He said lines are long to get their last sandwich. He's sending some pictures from inside uh, Beatty Street now. So there's some folks. What does it say? Lines are long. Yeah, you don't. I don't look like one person in line. <laughs> anyway. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the first hour, get ready for hour two. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Richard Hammock, you in Beatty Street. I want a sausage po' boy. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We've got a couple of minutes left of this hour here. Uh, we'll hold off on ad reads so since I'm ending the hour with it. Let's read a few texts from the Guns and Gear text line real quick, man. Uh, let's see. Tony uh, chimes in on uh, the text line and says, I clicked the wrong one, says, I have been eating at Beatty Street for at least once, sometimes twice a week over the past eight years. I am truly going to miss it. Your, uh, your cholesterol will not, <laughs> my friend. Nah, I kid. I kid. Uh, we have found out... Uh, what apparently what Siesta stands for? We cannot repeat that on the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad says uh, Bill's Greek Tavern. Uh, let's see here. Let's... Just talking about some of the legendary places. I look. I still miss Lamar. The Lamar mm-hmm. Cafe. Yeah. Right there. Is that Chris uh, Grillis? I guess. Huh? Was that Chris Grillis's place? I'm not sure Is who owned right? it. I thought but, it was... um, it's right there. You know, 
It's where I guess it's Oh, where, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. On the corner of Pearl Street and Lamar Street. Where 4th Avenue Lounge is kind of yeah, right now, right yeah, there. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Or same place. Um, man, they had the best veal cutlets. I know a lot of different places claimed to have the best veal cutlet. Elite had a good one, yada, yada, yada. They're all great, but my personal favorite was the Lamar. They were supposed to reopen the Elite a couple of years ago. And I think like an Indian family bought it, and I never heard it. Just it didn't seem like it's materialized. Must not have happened. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what I was I was told a couple of years ago. You know, they when they sold that, or when they shut it down, they were trying to sell it, and then they shut it down. I, I would think you could have leased that thing out to somebody. It's a cool building. It's a really cool looking building. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, because I think I think there's going to be a. A want for nostalgia. It'd be a great bar. I mean, it'd be. A, I think it'd be a great bar. All that turquoise mm-hmm. booths and stuff in there. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I, <clears throat> I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna say this. Y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if black folks. Let's just be honest. That's that. That that's the demographic in Jackson. It is what it is. I don't know if black folks have this feel for 50s, 60s nostalgia, Americana type stuff like white folks did because of the strife they went through in that era. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Know, when they, when they, they wouldn't feel nostalgic for that. I would yeah, imagine. obviously. Yeah. But still, do you think the architecture, the uh, the furniture, that type stuff, but would still be a, a draw because like this is old school America. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a group of people that apparently hate old school America. And, and I, I can't blame them based on what happened to them. And yeah, old, old school, school America old wasn't America. very good to them. No. So, no, so, yeah. so maybe this, maybe if it was out in Rankin County, it'd be different, but uh, Hey, look, we'll pick it up on the other, on the next hour. This is the Clay Edwards show. We'll be right back. All right. You've tuned back into the Clay Edwards show here on 103.9 FM. WYB. This segment is going to be brought to you. You just heard him there, man. New, new sponsor. We talked about him yesterday. I figure we've got Sean in the studio. We'll talk about him for just a minute. That's men's health in Mississippi. You can find them online, menshealthms.com. That's menshealthms.com. They're located right out there in Madison. I'm not going to bog you down with the address and phone numbers and all that. That's what the website's for, menshealthms.com. Uh, guys, are you uh, lacking sex drive? Well, maybe you got a little ED. I know these are hard things to talk about, but you probably got low testosterone. Are you in a bad mood all the time? Uh, mu- muscle mass, not motivated, lack of drive, lack of focus. Low testosterone is probably the answer to these problems. Uh, women, I know we got women listeners out there too. Same thing. That testosterone can be a game changer. It's been a game changer for me, Sean. You've been on it how long now? Yeah, since um, the beginning of June. June? Yeah, beginning of June. How do you yeah. feel different? Terrific. Like I was telling you before we started this morning that they didn't have my prescription ready yesterday, and I was like, yesterday's the day I take it. And uh, I was kind of freaking out. So when the show's over, I'm going straight to the pharmacy. I might inject myself in the car. Like yeah. it's like like, I mean, like, a, like a junkie getting a testosterone yeah, like, fix. Yeah, I mean, I just like well, because it really. I love the, the thing I love about it too. When the first few days when you take it, you feel so energetic. So when I go, you know, I go to the gym every day, and I'm like, I really kind of kill it like for three days in a row. Mm-hmm. It starts kind of tapering off towards the end of the week, and then but then when you do another one, it's it's great. It really it really is. Yeah. I mean, so I, I do a CC a week, and a lot of people. The, that's just what my dosage is. But some people are like, well, have you thought about doing a half on, say, Sunday and a half on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but that, that that feels like a lot of the forums I've read that 
some people say that they get a better because it wanes off. I tried that for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah I, it, I didn't really. It, it, it kind of threw like me stretch. off my ribbon, so I, so I just went back to the other way I was doing it. Yeah. And it splits your dose. I just don't know if you're going to get that initial feeling. Mm-hmm, I didn't that you get from the full CC. I think I'd rather just get the full CC on Sunday nights when I do mine. Yeah, and I, I sleep good that night. I wake up Monday. I'm ready to rip. Mm-hmm. It's it's it really is. A, it's a great thing, and uh, I mean, it's not just like working out. What's the working out part is really wonderful, but it's all the other things, the benefits you get from it. You know, sleep and. Certain things work better. Well, you know what, <laughs> testo- what testosterone does is it works like a dopamine. Yeah, and we understand how dopamine hits work. Whether it's a like on Facebook or the feeling you get when you when a, when a pain pill kicks in, the dopamine mm-hmm. receptors kick in. It, it it rewards accomplishment. Yeah, and testosterone helps that it it rewards you start getting these dopamine hits when your testosterone levels high when you accomplish things, whether it's work. At the gym, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a natural high all the time. It feels great. It uh, it really does. And I'm and I'm you know, um, and uh, I just uh, I, I had taken had done a blood test and they said you know I needed it earlier this year and it wasn't because I was going specifically to do it. Mm-hmm. It was something you know another medical stuff I was dealing with. But uh, and uh, I'm just glad it happened. I'm glad they're like yeah you, you know like this is what you need to do and it's really kind of this summer actually it's got made my it's really made my work life terrific because you know you know that time when you my biggest problem i noticed was around the afternoon i was getting really unfocused about three o'clock and i get up really early anyway so i was thinking i was just chalking up to being tired but then i now i started doing this and that doesn't happen anymore yeah it's great i can't recommend it enough guys if you're over 35 or so frankly if you're over 30 and you're feeling sluggish uh the lack of morning wood i just go i can go on and on there's there's a lot of signs out there do a little research gifts uh gifts got and then a call over there at menshealthms.com at Men's Health Mississippi. And you can check them out online at menshealthms.com. Worst thing, worst case scenario, you get your numbers checked, you don't need it, uh, and, and you can rest easy. Move on to see what else it is that could be bogging you down. Uh, best case scenario, you need it, and uh, you can feel great. <laughs> All right, that's, that is your testosterone update here. Get out there, get your numbers checked at Men's Health Mississippi. All right, Sean. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this David Archie stuff. Well, um, as we all know, we saw in the last few weeks there was the uh, David Archie claims that there was a was it high tech election fraud heist, high tech election heist. That's what he called it, I think. And uh, he did all he could not to say stolen election, election <laughs> theft. Didn't want to use any words that Trump had used. No, he just really, really didn't. And uh, then he had a press conference, I think, the day after the uh, primary election, where um, he had that lady Cynthia Walker who. I, you know, she kind of like reminded me of Cindy, Cindy Powell, and she was just yelling about all this stuff that had happened and, and all this stuff they were going to prove. Of course, at that conference, they never showed any evidence. They just said they had it and went forward. Anyway, they filed um, something before the, um, the uh, Hines County Democratic Executive Committee, and they had that hearing. I think it was on Saturday via Zoom. Is what they did. Cause I, I clicked on a little bit of it or saw something on Facebook. And uh, so the executive committee uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, denied their petition. And so he has filed that in circuit court. So that's his next process. He's going to circuit court. And I think they appointed Judge Barry Ford out of Tupelo. I think that's what I heard yesterday. I haven't seen that formally anywhere, but that's what I was just, that's what I've been told. I don't know if that's true though. And um and they'll hear that before the uh before the circuit court of Hines County. I read through his petition and what's interesting, Clyde, I was telling you this at the break. There's things that he alleges in there that were basically basically they didn't follow proper procedure so that seems to be i mean accurate where there were many things that they didn't do properly 
and that's his paint me shocked. Yeah, and, 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 right, and you know it's exactly. I think you know we're uh, we're, I mean, we're just talking about the pimp that got appointed parks director. So I mean, I'm not really shocked that that they weren't following proper procedure. But um, and that's and that's kind of his main gripe that there was not a I think a voter signature book, digital images of ballot, the media cards were lumped in all together, like from all the precincts in Hines County, not just that precinct. Apparently not the apparently not the way you're supposed to do it. That being said, he didn't allege anything that or have any evidence of anything at least that he put forward in his allegations of actual instances of fraud. These were just improper procedures. They weren't actually like, hey, this is where a ballot was, you know, like a fake ballot was put in or all these fake ballots were pushed in. Uh, and also, they apparently they've got all the paper ballots. They just didn't, again, follow the proper procedures like they're supposed to do. But there's I haven't seen where Mr. Archie's alleged specifically what fraudulent ballots there were. He's, he's made a uh, reference to Jackie Amos in a something she said in a text message that was negative to him. That's the only thing that I could see. That you know he's saying that she had some animus towards him, which apparently a lot of people do, and um, so she, he's using that as, as one thing. And then um, also, I, I sent this to you last night. There's this, this Facebook group where the um, where Cynthia Walker, David Archie, Sidney Powell was uh, talking about what happened with the executive committee yesterday, and C.J. Lamaster asked her a pretty good question. Said, "Hey, look, uh, where do you have evidence that Tony Johnson was running?" Anthony Smith's campaign. Can you please show us this evidence? I mean, and she didn't respond to that comment, so yeah, I thought it was a good question. Well, like I told you in the break, um, this bunch over in Hines County, for whatever reason, feels like the rules do not apply to them. Procedure does not apply to them. It's always loosey goosey. It creates doubt. Th- these rules are in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. They must follow them. I know that that's the hardest thing to do is the white supremacy set these rules up and they don't like following what the white supremacy says and all that nonsense. They, the, there must be a new election. And, and, and rules and procedures must be followed in Hines County. Otherwise, it's not a legitimate election. I mean, I can see, you know, I can see where you, I feel differently. I don't think that there needs to be a new. I think the, the total was pretty obvious but i agree with you but, but, on the, but, but it, create, you know, it creates creates the doubt it does create doubt for, I, I agree for, for with, those totals to be tinkered with right but unless he's got some evidence that had happened which so far what i've seen he does not have any evidence that happened now if he puts forth that before the circuit court that's another matter then yes i'd say okay let's redo this thing but until he does that i don't think that they should do that but i get where you're coming from 100 percent where like they need to follow procedure properly, and that creates doubts in people's minds. So, I mean, I could see where somebody would say we should do this again, just based on that. I just, you know, I just feel differently on that, Pat, based on especially on the vote totals. Yeah, but here's the thing: it creates doubt. It, it does create doubt. I mean, no, 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 no dispute with that. I mean, it, it does. I mean, they they need to be taught a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let this slide, well, then what is it next time? The next time somebody doesn't say anything, so it ain't no big deal. Mm-hmm. No, I, I respect David, win or lose. That he's willing to fall on the sword. I mean, his motives are maybe different, whatever. But um, Hines County has got to get their crap together. I mean, yeah, 100% they should. Like, the way I'm reading through his allegations, and if true, um, which it seems like they possibly might be, the the way they didn't follow procedure, that's a problem. And I don't know why they're not doing it correctly. But the problem is this, though, Because they're, la- they're lazy. 
and they think the rules don't apply to them. They ain't no, nobody's going to follow up. We, we're in charge of this. You know, we'll just do it the way we want to do it. Yeah. Well, that ain't your. That you don't get to do that. No, I mean, I mean, you shouldn't be. I mean, you're right. You shouldn't be able to do that. One thing they'll also say though, David Archie's making a lot of allegations in the media, right through the pre- that that these that other that fraud occurred, right? Yeah. And he's not shown anything to prove that yet. So I think he also needs to show that if he has that evidence, then he needs to show that. If that's something that he's got, he says he has, but we've not seen that yet. I think he needs to show that, too. Just where Hines County messed up, I don't think you get to get out there and say, I've got all this evidence of fraud, but you don't have it. Like, I don't think you should be able to do that either. Yeah, but it creates doubt. Well, it's true, certainly with what Hines County did, it does. I'm yeah. talking about, don't, you don't, do you think David Archie should say he's got evidence of fraud when he doesn't? Who says he doesn't? Well, I'm he's saving it for court. Well, then let's, that's what I'm saying, let's see it. If yeah. he's got it, let's see it in court. And then I think that changes this whole thing up if he's actually got the evidence of fraud. But if he doesn't, I think that's a big problem, too. Yeah, somebody just texted in. This is a great point. It's like the issue at JPS with the testing not being conducted correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this bunch that's running Jackson and Hines County just does whatever they want. And when they get called out on it, it's, it, it uh, uh, uh. but, uh, you know, just... Do it right. Win or, win or die by doing it right. Yeah. I lose, mean, I mean, live or die, win or lose. Yeah, I don't blame David for calling it out. Right? I mean, you should. You know, I think we, we all needed to hear that the, the, the uh, procedures were not followed properly. Now, here's my problem but, is if he had won, he wouldn't be saying anything. No, not a thing. The procedures yeah. not being right would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the other side. And didn't he call this out on another election that there was fraud that he was involved in? I, I, I'm sure I, thought, I, I thought I read that last night. I haven't looked it up yet, but I think that he may have done that too. I don't know. I I, I think the Hines County should have to pay for another election. I, I, I'm, and then, then if he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it's fraud in the next one. <laughs> well, mean, let's see what they, happens. Now they want to keep him out so bad. Oh uh, yeah, right. That, I mean, you know, like, I think they always wanted to keep him out. I think there was a lot of you know, but apparently. If the vote totals are legitimate, which I'm assuming that they are, then a lot of these citizens wanted to keep him out as well. Right. But the um, I would uh, the uh, but we're about to see what what he's got in court too. So let's see. Like he says, there's all this fraud that he's got evidence of. Well, David, show us. You know, like, I want to say there's massive voter fraud in Hines County, but the only thing that that keeps me from saying it is the dang near the entire board of supervisors just got flipped. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only what, one or two people left over there that have any experience. Like yeah, you know, Robert Graham and. I don't even know who the other. I don't Who's the other guy? Bobcat? Did Bobcat win? Bobcat or Creedell? Creedell. One of the. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, um, again, I, the, the, my heart. I don't care what happens. I, I think it's a bunch of clown. I think it's a clown world in Hines County. I hate it for the good people that still live there. I hate it for my parents. I hate it for you. I hate it for a few people. But it, it, it's a clown world. And I think you're just replacing one clown with another. Well, um, that's historically that's been the trend. Right? That's and, been the trend. We can't really, you know. And I think that's why the state doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the federal government doesn't care. Is because they just look at it like this when it's this when it's this high clown density area. Mm-hmm. They say, man, it's just it doesn't matter who stole it from who. It's just one clown replacing another clown. The circus goes on in Hines County, Mississippi. I mean, it's been like that for quite a while. Yeah, let's say sure. a call real quick. Hey, brother. Hey, so, yeah, I mean, as good of a job as David Archie seemed like he was trying to do, and it does seem like he was trying to do a good job, I think 
people actually voted him out because they were just tired of the, you know, of the this clown and circus that y'all were talking about that he was putting on. It was just like him breaking stuff, <laughs> being like held, I mean, drug out of the city count. I mean, board of supervisor meetings, and then just the back and forth between him, uh, Cradell, and Vernon. It's just, I think that got the most of everybody. That's why they all three lost. I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, again, I do. I, I think Hines County should be taught a lesson for proper procedure and have to run another election. That's oh, just yeah, my personal sure. opinion. Just say, hey, you're going to get it right. And we're going to, and and Michael Watson and the state need to step in and supervise this thing. I mean, I don't know what the Secretary, Secretary of State's office role is in elections. If, if it ain't this, somebody. Is it Lynn Fitch or is it, I thought, I don't know, who does? Secretary of State's uh, in charge of elections. Secretary yeah. of State's oh, okay. in charge of elections. Secretary of State, okay. So oh. uh, maybe, maybe it's only statewide elections he's in charge of, not mm-hmm. not not county. So yeah, the, I, I, I give that caveat there. Maybe they're not. Maybe each county. I don't even think he wants the headache. <laughs> it's just like uh, the water crisis. I mean, like until it became like a, a nationwide issue, Tate Reeves is just like, nah, I don't really care about that. That's y'all's problem. Like I said, I just think it's it's clown world down there, and they don't care who gets in because it's just replacing one clown with another. And I'm not just calling – I'm not just talking about Archie. I just mean period, whether it's the mayor of Jackson or it's just, uh, Hines County Board of Supervisors, the city council. And it ain't just Jackson. It's all these areas similar to Jackson across America, similar to Hines County across America. They're, what does it matter? You're just replacing one one person with another that's going to do the exact same thing. But, but I said uh, – the caveat is, is that in all of this nonsense, Kenneth Stokes is like the only person in Jackson making sense, right? And everybody's saying that, and that's you know, everybody I think agrees. It's like the most bipartisan thing I've ever heard of. Like Kenneth Stokes is the only person in the entire city of Jackson that makes any sense. Ten, ten years ago, nobody. Ten years ago, nobody would have said that he he was the biggest clown in the city. He was a hundred. Yeah. He called me a slave master on the radio yeah. eight years ago. I've told you about that story yeah. while we were prosecuting. Like, and I'm literally, I kind of thought it was funny. I was like, Yurt Karan, there wasn't, we didn't have any slaves in Turkey, you know. But that's what he did. So I was saying the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> now. Now I like him, you know. So. But it's it just, I mean, I don't even think it's, I mean, Hines County, I think it's just America at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, I mean, listening to Kim Wade's show yesterday, I mean, I have a different opinion on 20, I mean, the 2020 election. I mean, I'm a person that is, okay, I'm open to believe, not anything but like like it wouldn't shock me if certain things were true you know what i'm saying like if something came out i'm like oh, yeah i can i can see that but to, at this point with the 2020 election i'm just like if everyone thinks the system is so corrupt and immoral then i mean i don't i'm a, i hate to say lower yourself to the standards but it's just like if you don't trust it in the voting process anymore, then why are you still voting or why not do the same thing at this point? Yeah, I mean, um, I think you get back to one of your other points, though, with, with David Archie and the fighting and the arresting and, and, and the Board of Supervisors. When you're elected official, you have to have some sense of decorum. 
I mean, some yeah. sense of decorum. I would think you would. And even like, you know, people would say like, OK, Donald Trump's bombastic, but he's never like gone to a fight with anybody. You know, he's just been loud. I mean, he's never acted, you know, acted a fool or anything like that. So, I mean, I think there's a limit you can go to it. But he um, uh, David has just acted in a way that we just don't expect our elected officials to act. Yeah, I, I just got a text here on the Guns and Go text line it says, uh, I agree with most of the things you say, but why would you back an embarrassing clown like Archie and you think after seeing Act a Fool every day? I, look, I'm not saying I'm, I back, I'm not saying I back Archie. I'm just saying that that I, it's just if it ain't Archie, it's somebody else. The whole thing has been a clown show for a long time. I, I ain't got no problem with Archie. I mean, I, he has done some some good stuff. I mean, he's done some things I don't agree with, too. I mean, but you have to... Most politicians don't do everything that, I, that Clay thinks they should do. Um, so I mean, neither did Donald Trump. I disagree with a lot of things he did, but I can support him overall. Yeah, it's just like Kenneth Stokes. I mean, Kenneth Stokes acts a fool, and he acts, <laughs> <laughs> he acts an ass all the time. But, I mean, the people of his area like, like him, and he gets stuff done. I mean, so it's just like... What do you do? Pick, 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 pick your poison. poison. That's a good example, yeah. though. You think about it, over the years, Kenneth Stokes has acted in a certain. I don't know. It's it's been a little bit different than David. Hold, so hold that thought. We got to take a break. Okay. Appreciate the call, brother. Okay. Yeah. You too, guys. Right, right, Let's take a break. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Eric Karan. Hey, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on one hundred three point nine FM, WYAB. Guys, get down to Martin's downtown for lunch today. Let's see what they got on the let's see what they got on the menu for the plate lunch of the day real quick here before we move on. I want to get back into this David Archie stuff pretty quick here, so we're gonna keep this quick. The plate lunch of the day is Wednesday. It's meatloaf. I love meatloaf. Sean, do you like meatloaf? Oh heck yeah. I love meatloaf. And look, man, don't forget you can always just order off the menu. They have a ribeye steak gyro that is to die for, of course the country fried steak. Is always great. The boss hog fries, the grilled chicken nachos, their mozzarella sticks. Y'all know I'm a mozzarella stick connoisseur. The boss hog fries, man. I definitely recommend those. The, those, sounds those great. They're really good. It sounds great. But look, they're way more than just a blue plate special place. They, uh, they're the, one of the most legendary bars in the state of Mississippi. Open since the 1950s. Sit in there, soak it all up, enjoy the atmosphere, get you a great craft beer or a good elixir of a mixed drink. And don't forget, they got the all-new patio there. Outside, covered, TVs, fans, the whole nine yards. I'm sure it's going to be heated in the winter. It's going to be a great deal for downtown Jackson, for people who enjoy that type of stuff. And uh, Friday night, ribeye steak night, live entertainment every Friday and Saturday night. They're open for the games. Oh, it's at 2 a.m., seven days a week. That is ooh, that is an operation to run like that, from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., seven days a week. So get down there, whether it be lunch, dinner, drinks, entertainment, they do it all. Martin's downtown. Don't miss the games. They'll be on all the big flat screen TVs all throughout it, inside and out, NFL and college football. Mississippi State playing LSU Saturday morning, 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m., something like that. Go enjoy it at Martin's. And then I think followed uh, around 2.30, you've got Ole Miss. they got Georgia at Ole Miss. So it uh, should be two great games. Uh, if they get lucky and get an upset or two, could change the trajectory of the season for the entire SEC on the east and the west. It's um, what's we call it? Yeah, because you can sell this weekend's gonna be nice weather too to sit out on that patio out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be like in the 80s, I think. Yep, so get down there. We can argue politics down there, they've been doing it for years at Martin's. <laughs> yeah, so get down there, argue a little politics, talk about David Archie, talk about Kenneth Stokes. There's always gonna be somebody in there with an ear fart. Oh, yeah, and an appetite for it, should I say. 
So get down to Martin's, check them out. Martin's downtown, jxn.com for the schedule and to get your food delivery. They got the links to all their food delivery app people down there on the website. So, all right. Uh, Sean, we were talking during the break, and you brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was right before the break. David Archie, I mean, not David Archie, uh, Kenneth Stokes has been acting a fool for years. Oh, yeah. And he keeps getting reelected. What was different with Archie's antics? And by the way, I'm not calling any of these people personally clowns. It's just clown world. It's just the way Jackson's ran, the way the way uh, Hines County has ran, it's ran like a circus. It, it's just a bunch of sideshow freaks and nonsense. That's why that's why I, this whole Save Jackson platform even existed. It's why mm-hmm. I have a radio show. It's because there's an endless stream of content, whether it's David Archie showing his butt down there, Kenneth Stokes doing his thing, the mayor uh, cutting off his nose despite his face, hiring pimps, the zoo. <laughs> it's a constant circus. The monkey that attacked the zookeeper. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's just the, the murder rate being the murder capital of the world. These folks don't do government well. Um, I think Kenneth Stokes, you know, Kenneth Stokes was elected in the, in the I think, the late 80s. He's been there for almost 40 years now. Yeah. And, I mean, there was that brief time that he was supervisor. Do you remember that? Just a really brief brief point. I think it was about 15 years ago. And then he went back to the city council. And I, one thing I know about, you know, working in Hines County uh, and dealing with Hines County politics for as long as I have, like, Kenneth Stokes is the uh, – he's really good at taking care of his folks and his ward. You know what I mean? He's really good at, like, you know, like – Taking kids to go do things and all these, he's he's, he's involved in, in every facet. If you go around, I don't know if anybody's listening, been around his ward. Uh, I'm sure I know Clay has, but I mean, there are signs everywhere, little wooden signs that are painted in black, written in white that say Stokes. I mean, it's kind of like this is my this is my neighborhood. Like yeah. it just has that feel of it. So I think that's I think that's different than David. I think that's maybe why he's been able to do that and get away with it, and David was not. Maybe so. Let's take a call. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, you're on there. Hey, Sean, I got a question for you, man. Yeah. You know, you talked about Stokes need to show the evidence. Even with this, just say with Trump, too. You, you, you mean, know, you mean, you mean, you mean Archie? Archie? Yeah, Archie. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, even, I can't hear you. No judge or court discoveries in the case. Why is that? What now? How come no judge ever court discoveries in any of these cases? Well, it's with not. Trump, it um well I'm, I don't know about the uh, 2020 but I mean this case it was just he just had a hearing before the election commission so I don't know what there's I don't think there's rules of discovery for that I'm not exactly 100 percent sure and circuit court I imagine he's going to put forth whatever evidence he's got I would think that would be the procedure for that um, but I don't think it was at the Democratic but I don't I don't know that because I've never participated in one of those things I'm just assuming that would be what it is but now that he's in circuit court. I'm assuming he's going to have to put forth whatever. There's going to be testimony and evidence put in the record, so I would assume that's going to go on. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Forgot we cut him off. He got cut off there. Yeah. I was trying to give him room to speak as I looked through some pictures. I'm, uh, my my phone has been sending me memories mm. of my photos. So I'm looking at some Garth Brooks pictures, some some uh, just all kind of good concert photos. I'll have to get back to this later. <laughs> Boy, okay. <laughs> I've been to a lot of concerts over the years, but yeah, I guess you know we were just yeah. yeah you seem like you go to a lot of con- that's that's pretty cool though. You know, just I it's mean, like the one thing that's been a consistent in my life. Yeah, a constant in my life is going to concerts. Hey, I mean, you know, there's there's worse ways to spend your time than going to concerts. I mean, so. I could spend all my day on the Hines County stump. That I just got, you know, I just became a member of that group. Me it's too. fun, like, um, but yeah, I mean, Kenneth Stokes has been so he's been just a fixture 
in Jackson politics for almost the last 40 years. And I think because the way he treats his folks in his ward and those and they that he's been able to get away with that. Hey, he ain't brought nothing to the ward. No, I'm not but I'm talking about yeah. I don't mean like it's like this economic redevelopment there. That's not what I mean. I just mean like you know he's like he goes to people's houses, you know. It's he brings pretty, like it's, it's poor people doing he, poor people stuff. Yeah, he's but he's involved with yeah. them, you know. And I don't know that David Archie had that same connection to his folks yeah. that Stokes has and where Stokes is like, I think his folks out there really think that, that Kenneth is fighting for them. Like he really believes. And now if you notice, like we all just, everybody that's calling and I think you see this all over social media. Now there's been this evolution in Kenneth Stokes where now it's like, he's like, okay, I'm now the reasonable one because by the way, he never was stupid. Like, I mean, he <laughs> no, never was, was a, stupid. I know people think that he played on it was TV. act he played. Like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And now he switched to like, okay, the city is in absolute decline. Let's put this on the, you know, which the mayor has got a lot to do with that, obviously. And, um, and he's, and he's talking sense because he always was a smart guy. I mean, it, it wasn't like this was just a, this was not, you know, this was an act for a long do, time. Do we need a Stokes? A Stokes uh, symbol like Batman to a Stokes light to light up in the night sky when Gotham's in trouble. Yeah, I mean, well, Clay, think about this. How many people right now that live in Jackson would vote for Kenneth Stokes for mayor? I'm going to raise my hand. I would. I mean, it, and, I mean, depending on who's running against. And who who would have said that 10 years ago? No one with the bricks, the bottles, and all that crazy stuff. I mean, nobody would have said that. But things have gotten to the point where he's the only person making sense. And everybody, I, when I talk to people in my neighborhood, everybody raises their hand like, yep, let's. why don't we try it? What could be worse? I mean, we've already got. I, I, I'm assuming we've got as bad as you possibly can get. When there's, you know, the the pimps are getting hired, the trash ain't getting picked up, the water fails. I mean, what am I missing? Something? The the monkey's on dope and is attacking, you know, the zookeeper. Uh, it's just, it's a mess. The trash. That's what I was saying. The trash. Yeah, the trash. Yeah, the trash. I mean, like it can't. The crime rate. I mean, all the stuff that happened, especially before Capitol Police came in. Two years ago, it was it was the Wild West. I mean, it became the Wild West out there. So I don't know how it could get worse. So I'm really – I'll say Draft Stokes. That's my thing, Draft Stokes at this point. Let's shift gears. Let's take a break. Come back. Tate Reeves has got some new merchandise for sale. I saw that. Tate, he's embraced the name Tater Tot. Okay. You can't make it up. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. All right, Sean. Yep. Let's jump straight in. Tate Reeves is uh, selling some merchandise. I'm on his website. I can't find the merch, but uh, WLBT's got an article up on it. Marshall Ramsey's got a cartoon. I haven't seen Marshall's cartoon yet. I'm still trying to find it. Um, So, <laughs> Tate Reeves has embraced being a, the net tater tot name, y'all. So, he's selling some uh, some kids merch here. Maybe some adult, too. Anyway, the kid's like, I'm a tater tot. Yeah. And it's got a tater tot on it holding an American flag. And on the bag it says. With glasses, too. Yeah. The, it does the have glasses. glasses on it. And on the bag it says, Tate gave my teacher the biggest pay raise. I, I, I find it funny because it's absolutely 100% by design that he's holding the tater tot is holding an American flag, not a Mississippi flag, because they do not want to remind anybody about the changing of the flag. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. that. I'm sure there was. A lot of polling that went into that because I've I've asked why Tate's been so slow to respond to things. Well, that was all about polling, you know. They do polling before he does anything. I'm like, man, that that's what feels inauthentic to me about him. Mm-hmm. Is that everything's polling? It's all do you think numbers. Tate's inauthentic? Yeah, extremely. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Extremely I don't think he's the most authentic politician ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Does yeah? I mean, you want to you want to hang out at the bar with Tate? I mean, no. he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Not oh. that that matters. It's just yeah. I mean, they don't, you know, me wanting to have a beer with you, or, uh, and you being able to be good at what you do is two different things. Yeah, it's completely. That was the whole remember the George W. Bush thing. Everybody wanted to, didn't want to drink with Al Gore, but they wanted to drink with George W. Bush. And yep. yeah, there and, you go. And, and then it's like Trump don't even drink beer, but I still rather drink a beer while Trump talked. Yeah, because he's entertaining. He's like just an entertaining yeah. kind of person. Yeah, I just don't know what that would happen, but but um, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Tate's uh, yeah, but the inauthentic thing. I mean, he doesn't really seem like he's a. Uh, you know, he's the most, I don't know, or just maybe just his personality. He's just very, it's very dry or, yeah. you know, I don't whatever. know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean. Whatever it is, but get you one of these limited edition tater tot shirts. They're going to be worth money one day. They're going to be funny. They're going to be like the old political bumper stickers on the walls at CS's mm-hmm. at some point. Like you're going to want to have a tater tot shirt. Yep. You may not ever wear it, you know, but you're definitely going to want it in your repertoire, in your collection of Mississippi political history because it's hilarious. Yeah, I wish I'd collected a lot more of this stuff from, uh, you know, past campaigns through the last 20 years in Mississippi. I really, I know um, people do a better job of that. You sell that, you brought up CSs and you see that everywhere. I wish I'd done a better job of actually collecting this stuff. Uh, me too. You, you know. I, I've done a good job of all my concert stuff, but I've done a terrible job with anything else. Let's read some Guns and Gear Tech. kind of shift gears. I thought we'd have a little fun with the tater tot stuff there. Uh, one person did text and say, Clay, you nailed it. Uh, they don't want to remind people. Or Wild Bill says, boom, you nailed it, Clay. Tate does not want to remind the 65% that loved the 1894 flag. I'm sure that's it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Uh, let's see here. A lot of text on the Archie and Stokes stuff. There's a unknown texture here. People missed the point of Stokes' original comment about bricks and bottles. It was a, it was a dumb comment, but he was telling everyone that if you were tired of something – do something about it. I comment I comment on that all the time on these crybaby town pages. Do something about it. Do something. I got I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, well look, the all these crybaby town pages, I, I I'm a fan of them to an extent. But what's a crybaby uh, town page? Uh the Hines County Stump, uh, Real Real Talk Brandon, uh Byron, I gotcha. Byron okay. Real Talk, those, all those kind of pages. Okay. Uh, and the people that run those pages are something else, man. I mean, just generally speaking, like their their life is being the admin of a Facebook group. And, and, and it's not just that kind of group. There's so many groups like that on Facebook where they take it so serious. Where like this is like the most serious thing I've ever done in my life. And I, I can't. I guess it's just like you give somebody just a little bit of power, and they're like, I'm obsessed. Like I'm a, the next door admins. Have everybody ever dealt with that? Junk homeowners association. Oh my! Presidents. But on next door, some people are like, well, I mean, that was a because okay. And so in my uh, in Bellhaven, there was a big time where y- you were not allowed to mention the race of the person that had possibly committed a crime. You know, because and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, some guy is running, and I can't describe him because you think it's offensive or racist or whatever it is. But like, that was like a rule in the group like you had to like describe him by other features like he's got a big leg i mean what how ridiculous is that like you would have to do that so but these admins would if you'd write like it was a black guy or it was a, or it was a white guy they'd ban you for like you get a, you got a 30-day ban so like if a crime happens and i see it because you've banned me because i describe accurately described the suspect then no i can't write that because i've been banned for 30 days and i mean and is it just more racist to us for me to have to just assume who commits the most crimes in jackson that must be what it is I just don't. I mean, I don't know how like giving a description of uh, somebody you saw commit a crime or you th- like is is anything but factual. Like that's who I saw do it. I mean, 
I, don't, I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, it, woke. It just woke. Well, there was one. You'll, so a guy got killed like about four years ago, or his body was dumped about two blocks from my house out in this garden over off a peach tree. And uh, everybody was debating on next door whether it was a murder. The guy was shot four times in the back, by the way. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, well, was it a suicide? I was like, probably not. And, you know, like, you know, probably not a suicide. And then some guy talked about how this was like a, the way his shoes were off were like some old Indian burial ritual. And I'm like, this is the craziest. Like, I, so I got off. I'm not on next door anymore because I mean, I'm on it, but I don't look at it because yeah. it's just a bunch of lunacy and I'm not engaging in it. So, yeah, I, I, a black lady in the Real Talk Byram group posted a generic picture of a truck, a white Dodge truck, and said it was riding around. There were some white guys in it riding around cussing at black kids. I said, I don't believe this. Mm-hmm. I said, I just don't. I don't believe in 2020, 20, whenever it was. It was peak nonsense time. Yeah. I said, I, I, I don't believe that happened. I, j- I just don't. I think that people would have done something about it mm-hmm. if they saw that happen. I, I, I truly believe that. I, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning this. And it, I, I'm kind of skipping over the girth of it, but it, it was just way too much to believe. I got kicked out of the group for questioning this lady. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Elizabeth for kicking me out of the group. Oh, is that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do, but like they take it serious, so seriously, because it's like people that have never had any little power in their, or authority in their life, and they're an admin of it next door or Facebook or whatever. They're like, oh, this is like you can't. You posted something that costs less than $500 in this group, so now you're kicked off. Like, I mean, come on, go to, you know what? I mean, it's just, it's infuriating to me. All right, Sean, you're being called out by Taylor here. Uh, There's a lot of text in here. I'm going to try to jump here. It says, I'm not going to be able to listen when when, when Sean's on if he's going to keep up with where is the proof. We handed it to him in 26 points, Cynthia made. She's a part of the Mm. Archie group. Gotcha. So the 26 points Cynthia made in the press conference, he needs to listen to go through Cynthia's 26-point conference. Okay, without reading all this. Mm Mm-hmm. Taylor, since you're listening, wh- where can we go see the proof at? Yeah. Like, uh, not, not hear Cynthia say it. Mm. Where can we see it? That's Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I mean, where that, is that, the that, proof? That, that, they- that's what I said. We just want to visually see the proof. Yeah, I mean, we get that they didn't follow the proper procedures, but where is the proof that Jackie Amos or whoever you guys are alleging now is tampered with the ballots? Like, where's the proof of that? Yeah. Not, uh, I don't think it's a legitimate question. Yeah, not 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 that. How could he lose two to one? Where's the proof that the ballot box got stuffed, votes got changed? That's it. That's all. That, that's all we're saying. Is that a crazy question to ask? Either I don't think that's crazy. I mean, well, of course the ballot. The ba- it's it's digital ballot, so there ain't no stuff in the box. And I agree, they need to go back to paper ballots. We mm-hmm. had paper ballots forever. They need to go back to paper ballots. Yeah, I mean, I just. Just show us the evidence. That's all, you know, right? Yeah. I mean, show us the evidence. You got yeah, it? And, That's great. And, and nobody believes in election theft more than me. I can assure you, except maybe Kim Wade. Yeah. And and Taylor here. Mm-hmm. I believe it's happening. But I, I do, there is a point where it's kind of like people always screaming racism. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like the, 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 the boy that cried wolf. It's like every time an election goes away, we don't want it to. We can't scream election theft. I'm going to have to see something. We're going to have to overturn one of these. We're going to have to prove this at some point. I, that's I, I'm not going to always be on the losing side, and, and, and pretend I didn't just lose. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes That's you just true. lose. Yeah, sometimes you lose. And like, look, if David's got this evidence, he's going to go to circuit court. He's going to get to show the judge. Yeah, show it. I mean, what's wrong? Show the evidence. Like, I don't see what is the big deal about that. I'm I'm pulling for him to be right. I mean, if he is right, I'll I'll be the first one to say it. David had the evidence that Jackie Amos tampered with this, and that's great. And when I say I'm pulling for him to be right, it's not because I'm a David Archie fan or I'm pulling for David to keep his seat. But if he's going through all this, and so many people are invested into this being right, like mm-hmm. Taylor here. I want to see. I, I I want to see that follow through. Yeah. Because then maybe if it is right, we get some we get some uh, election clarification moving forward. We get some some change. Mm-hmm. We, we we stop the fraud. We stop Chalkway doing what he's doing. I, I I'm pulling for him to be right because I think the ramifications of him being right are he, way bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he looks at it, he's got it. Show us. That's it. And I don't again. I don't think I don't see how that's crazy to say that because the only thing that he's shown us are allegations that. The procedures were followed improperly. Okay, great. You showed us that. Terrific. Now, now, where's the fraud? Yep. Show it. Let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Back in, guys. We got about thirty seconds here. Look, I know I had somebody on hold. Sorry, we ran over a couple segments, so we're not going to be able to take any calls. I will be back tomorrow to take all the bullets on this David Archie stuff. So tune in live, Sean. Thank you. Good show today. Yeah. Again, man, all I want to see is just the evidence. I want, I want it. I'm pulling for chaos. I want it to be chaos because it gives me something to talk about, and I would like to see some some of the corruption cleaned up in Hines County. So if we got to get there via chaos, let's get there. Sean, thanks. See you tomorrow. Peace. See ya. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.